Dear friends, welcome to the Great Day Podcast. I'm your friend and host, Mayor K. A lot of my podcasts are with people that I came across by reading their books, heard them speaking live, or social media. People that I admire, look up to, or have inspired me in some way or another. In this podcast, I have all that, plus he's a good friend of mine. The one and only Ellie Schwabel is here. A beautifully talented person, not human, but person. More of that in the podcast. Uh, this conversation took us a life of its own, and it led us through some thought-provoking ideas. I hope you love listening to this podcast as much as I love recording it. <sighs> Ellie Schwabel, welcome to the podcast. Mayor Kay. What a joy. Correct word is joy. Mm. Not an honor. Of course an honor. Thank you. But a joy more than that because you're the real deal. You are a big soul. I got Thank to know you. you over the past, I guess, a couple of years, really. Yeah. I say we got to know each other. And ditto. First of all, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I was going to use those words in the conversation. You're also like, a, you're a true artist. You're a true artist for with everything, the whole package, man. You, the way you look at the world, you see people, you feel, you see those sound waves. You know, it says like the Jews, like where they saw the thunder and heard the lightning. You see it, man. Especially in recently on the Journey at Sea music video, where you were just like, man, you were in it, man. We're in it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you are a big. You take up space, man, and that's awesome because you show up. Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for that. I, I, I take up a lot of space, and that's, that's because I see what can be filled, mm. and I see where I can say something. You know, I was listening to Rick. Uh, I, I follow Rick Rubin. Do you know Rick Rubin is? Rick Rubin is the, one of the greatest music producers of all time. And he said, tell the story that no one's told before. Mm. Or tell the story that hasn't been told, that needs to be told, yeah. that you think needs to be told. So for me, if I see an idea that's fresh, that feels great, I'm excited to tell that story and I'm excited to offer that. Yeah. So well, is there a story that you haven't told yet that you're excited to tell? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm working on the new album, and I'm working on a new album. Left to Horror, Ellie Schwabel. Ellie Schwabel, my uh, solo album. Cool. I mean, yeah. And what's going on with there? What's what's the? So there's there's a song about Leia Imenu. Oh, okay. You know, everyone sings about Rachel. Mm-hmm. Rachel Mivaka. You know, like uh, Rachel, Rachel, Mama Rachel, cry for right. us. All that. Oh, Rachel. But uh, Leia, she's out. She's, huh. No, she's out. She's gone. Why? What's going on with this? And I've been researching this. In the Torah, they don't really mention her. All she has is she was just crying. But if you really think about it, it's a very, it's a tragic story of two sisters that he was, she was unloved. She, he just didn't love her. But she was stuck in this marriage. Hmm. Right. And she's our grandmother. Our grandmother of Kal Yisrael. So I think that's an exciting that's an exciting story to tell because you're drawn to the underdog. I think so. Yeah, you, I don't know why am I. I have no idea. Maybe <sighs> I'm. 
I think it has to do with something. I think I was I was bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I think that you were, what age we're we talking about here? High school, middle school, no, elementary, uh, like ele- elementary school. That, that, that leaves a scar. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's impressionable. It definitely did. It definitely did. I think that very much informed, like, what I do, how I do it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I think it definitely did. Did you have somewhere to go to when you were when you were um, bullied? No, I came home. I think the funny thing is, I don't really remember so much of like. I just remember the experience, the feeling. Uh. I remember like. We were being like flashes, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like being on the bus crying. Oh. That's sad. Yeah. It was a sad it was it was it was sad, you know. I, I was I was uh I look back on it now and I made a decision in ninth grade. I remember this. My God, I can't believe I'm talking about this. Yeah. I, mean, I made a decision in ninth grade that I'm gonna be the coolest kid in the class. Boom. I said that was your nobody belief. is was going it. to mess with me anymore. And I'm going to be the coolest kid around because this is not going to happen anymore. Wow, that's deep, man. And that's and that's wow. And you went there, and from then on, you that's that's the image that you put like, out. I was just like, no, I was like, that's like I don't want to feel like that way again. I don't want to feel bullied again. I don't want to feel sad and alone again. So I want to create myself a personality. That's really what it was. That's the, creating a personality. personality. But it, it was inside of me. Sure, it it's was part very of you. much. I was I was my I I asked this to I asked my mother once. I was like, was, what was I like? Like was I she said, you were a lot of, you were very expressive. I remember my aunt just came over to me. She said, Ellie, when you were a baby, mom's a fly. When you were a baby, she sang this lullaby. And to me, my grandmother's lullaby, my mother, the one we all grew up with, my entire Beautiful. family. Mm-hmm. And it goes, I, lulululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululululul
And then, which was by the way, we were sitting down. I came over, we were chatting, and then Elliot was like, "We spoke for like like two hours," and I was like, "No, oh, we gotta get to watch a movie. We, we gotta watch the movie." We're and he just boom. booked the tickets right then, and be, within like twenty minutes, we're there we were in, in the, the theater watching a movie. It was an amazing movie. It was I think great. It was, I think it was Spider Man. I remember exactly yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think we went to see and the Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. And then afterwards, we went downstairs at Fulton Market, Damn, and we just we got real. We got right into it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a good. Yeah, and that that was another great. Yeah, just deep, deep evening. It's so special. It's so it was so nice. So it was such a gift. And also, like I'm in my 30s, and to find um to find fresh, new, authentic friendships now. You know, sometimes we get stuck in like okay, my childhood friends, and then they get off and get married, and it's, right. it could be a struggle to find new new people. Yeah, that's new, what I'm new, trying new to groups. say. I'm, I'm I'm so happy that I got to even yeah. Like when yeah. I'm down, sometimes I want to call you. Like mm. that's like. Some of my childhood friends, no matter how, no matter how much they love me and I love them, they can never truly understand the path that we chose. Yeah, as artists to to well, I don't know even know if we chose it. By yeah, the way. I was gonna I think say it was just yeah, given it's, to us. Yeah, it's it was just, just it's our peckle, man. That's it's, what God gave it us. Comes with it, and He said, "Go ahead, make these things." I mean, Mayor, I I told you we went to Shabbos Friday night dinner, and I'm yeah. sitting around the table with Mayor. Um, Mayor's at the head. He's uh, he's he's making kiddush, and he's you know he's in, he's introducing everyone, and and you uh, and was I remember my, it was at my Shabbos, my, my birthday Shabbos, Shabbos. Yeah. yeah, your birthday Shabbos, right, yeah. right. And we're sitting around, and then I looked at everybody. You, you're talking about everyone, and he said, "This one, you know, and this guy does this, and he's doing for HBO, and blah, 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 and all these yeah hush of a people." And then I looked around. I said, "Guys, do you know who we're sitting with?" We're sitting with a person that moved millions of people. Mm. You have to understand. I was like, yes. do you understand the power of what you've done? Like the power to be, um, to be not not in a, not to move people to buy something, not to move people to uh, to experience loneliness, to experience what they don't have, but rather what you did with your hugging videos and your these type of. Videos. You're talking about millions and millions of people with the Super Bowl, yeah. millions of people. And the power of that is so, it's the joy if you can really understand what you're doing. Mm. And I mean this for real. Yeah. Like the, 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 you're so lucky to have the power to do that, to have the joy in being able to move people like that. Mm. And I mean, like I say, like just keep on going, man. Like this is amazing. Like this is like wow. Like the dream of everyone, everyone's dream is to be able to do good on that type of level. Every billionaire is just trying to do that. They were what are they doing? They're becoming people that want to help people. They want to help yeah. And you're using yeah. everything you have to do that. That's all yeah, thank God. Well, thank you, Ellie. I appreciate that. And 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 thank you. And and it's truly a gift. And and it's something that I have to nourish and remind myself that it's a gift. And, and it's that balance between humility, ego, what's my purpose, getting drawn back into wanting to make money and then using that to help people. And it's like, wait a second, you know, why go that route? Embrace the gift and go straight to the source. That's help it. the people and That's everything right. else be taken care of. That's right. And I, you know, I, I'll continue to, I'm going to echo and echo and echo how, um, echo, echo, echo. History repeats itself. 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 Echo, echo, echo. Yeah. Wow. 
Epic! <laughs> wow. That's epic. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. It reminds me of uh, that. Oh, my God. I was just saying something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That was crazy. That's crazy. You're, you were saying about uh, <laughs> um, the... Uh, oh. Doing good, help, helping oh, people, yeah, billionaires. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. Remind, remind you. Like, you know, it's like people hate when Rabbeim do business. Kirov guys, they have the Kirov Rab on them. Uh-huh. They hate when they do business. Like right. the, the wealthy guys don't want you be a rabbi. Stay don't, in your lane. Stay in your lane. Don't, don't, the, what I do is dirty. Mm-hmm. You can't dirty yourself right. with right. this. Leave it, leave it to leave me. It to, leave it to me. I, I don't want you competition and i see rabbis that have done good in the world and they decided to go into business and people have a very hard time seeing multiple sides of someone to be able to see to to be able to say look this person is this and this and this and this and this true and they actually look at it in a way as sorry like it's all he must be something up with him he's not a great rabbi now yeah 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 he's not good takes away from what the good that he's doing and and i think that's ridiculous and i think that well if you look in the gemara the well, who wrote the Gemara? Rav Yehuda Anasi, I think. Let me just make I'm sure. That was that. a rhetorical, rhetorical that, question. I think so. I think so. I think it's Rav Yehuda Anasi. Okay. And, and, um, and, but he was the wealthiest guy around. Mm. He was oh. the wealthy, wealthiest, I think it was Rav Yehuda but the wealthiest guy, the wealthiest Rav, the wealthiest Rav. And rabbi. he also was a Tamachachim. Yeah, but they all were. Rav Yehuda yeah. Sandler. He was a, he, he made shoes. That's what he did for a living. Hasandler, he was the sandal man hmm. of Yochan and Hasandler. The people, they were, they were all. So now, people, when it comes to art, people want to see that you're, you're an artist, and if and starving going, a bit, Ugh. yeah. Like the second you start to, uh, to charge real money, like I saw this happen to me when I was like, I said, I said my number, whatever that number was, yeah, and. Really? 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 What? Really? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, really? Yes, of course. Because people don't view art the way we view art. And we don't view art the way they view art. And we don't view art the way we view art. With the way we view art. Mm. Because I know it's a crazy idea, but basically what we're doing is so out of what people do on a daily basis. What I mean by that is it's, you, I can't, we can't quantify it. It's so, it's so big. You moved millions of people. Do you understand? Like moving, mil- it's not something that we can put a number on. Dollars yeah. and cents was because this, it's the spiritual value of that is so beyond money. Yeah, yeah. We can't we can't box it in and say this is what this emotion this release cost. You know, I don't even know. And thank God, you know, it's, it, and it, it, it was pure and, and it wasn't like okay now like buy this sweater that's really you know really warm and cozy it feels like you're being hugged yeah no that that was definitely one of the highlights of my life and i have to say in that way over the past year i would say i, I sort of forgot who i was through life through challenges um just doing, going through a lot of personal you know craziness and uh ellie you really helped remind my remind me and get me back on the path to remind me who I am. Oh, and that wow. was deep. I just, you know, when I see someone, I see such an absolute power. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'm going to tell this. I'm going to tell this uh, the story when you told me that gorilla story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the Rwanda. When I was in Rwanda, I went to go see the gorillas. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you said that story, when you told over that story, I said, you are a storyteller. Uh-huh. A true storyteller. 
you are a person that that you talk about space you take up a tremendous you take up a space like wow mm. with the space that you take up and okay. you're able to express <sighs> yeah yeah life and i was like wow mayor do you realize how amazing what you just did like we came up with this idea, and I hope you follow. I hope you follow through with this because yeah. this would be my biggest. You want to talk about it? Maybe? Hope so. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could talk about it. Uh, Would you one, rather not talk about it? Yeah, we, we're here already. Yeah, might as well. Might as well. We're, we're, here, we're on the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it was a great idea to do a one man show. To do a one man show, bringing to life, and it's still in the works, but essentially bringing to life different adventures of my life to the stage. One man lights, storytelling. Some, you know, minimalistic type of setting on stage, but something to bring it out. You were starting to base it off like the Instagram feed. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea because yeah. like when I, I saw this Instagram feed. It may not be around a year though. Who knows? Instagram. Or whatever whatever, it is. whatever it is, people are starting, people tell stories with their phone and they yeah. show, okay, here's where I am. And I saw you in the, I was like, wow, it's so cool. Mayor's like hiking. Where is he going? It's amazing. And then, but, but when you told this to me in person, when I was able to experience this, I was just like, I got the chills. I was like, right. when you were talking about you, how close you were to that gorilla, yeah. and the way you were describing it, and you were, you were, you were embodying, you were act, you were a true. You didn't have to act because you were it. You were yourself. Now, actors become other people. I think you are so compelling as you. Thank you. And I want to see you do it. Like, yeah. I'm like, I would love to see that. Like yes. me. And if I'm, I trust my gut that if I really love something, like I have such a sensitive. Yeah. I, you pick up on things. I sure. pick it up. I'm like, I want to see that. Yeah. And I, and God willing, it's, it's definitely on the, it's my project. Yeah. You know, it's, there's a million things to do. It's a million things to do, man. A million things to do. You got this. Right. That's part of it too. That's part of it too. So from let's, let's rewind for a bit. From a very young age, you were sensitive. You're hearing lullabies. You're crying. Was your gift nurtured? I mean, your dad's a very well-known singer. He's oh, yes. a he's a leader in the Jewish world when it comes to to that world um, of singing and and um, yeah, he's he's a household name. So was it a given? Did he sort of nurture you into that path? Did you choose it for yourself? What was that like? So my mo- you know my mother actually was also. I have that picture of my grandmother. I'll just maybe I'll get it. My grandmother was a mezzo soprano that headlined Carnegie Hall. Mm, she wow. was headlined as an opera singer. That's my mother's cool. mother. Wow, when are we talking? Years 1957, ago. 1957. Wow. She, oh, she headlined Carnegie Hall. She showed me. I have, her, I have it framed. I have her her card, the, 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 the ticket framed wow. of my grandmother. Her, her, it's her ear, the way I can hear and see music basically is... My mother's, that's what, that's that power that I got from her. And I thank her every time I see her. I say, Mama, thank you for your, my father has, my father is, his voice is obviously, I was, I modeled him. I mm, grew up in a iconic. house. I grew up in a house of all music all the time. I went to yeshiva. My father called the Rosh Yeshiva and yeah. said, my son needs to play piano every day. Wow. And he made so sure cool that, that I had a that. place to go for an hour and a half every day. Wow, that's beautiful. 
that's so cool that your dad was, and this is like, that's a, that's amazing that he really saw that and nurtured that for you. Yeah. So you got it from both sides here, your dad and your and mom's my side. mother. My mother's a tremendous musician. Like, yeah. And she's an amazing singer. My whole family sings. So you were, you were, you were had fans in your house from, from the get-go. You had dreams of being a, what was your dream as a kid? To be on MTV? Was I was it to- very shy. No. No, no dream at all. Um, there was no dream um, until I started singing with Gotti and Ari and, and Mati. Mm-hmm. We used to sit around and to do harmonies. And as we got older, we were in yeshiva together. We started really, like all the years of us singing together in camp and all this type of stuff. We, my father actually owned a studio in Israel. Mm. He invested in me, he was a partner there. And we were in Israel in yeshiva. I called my father, I said, Daddy, can we go? Can you hook us up? To go record in the studio. I just yeah. want to record all the things. You songs. and your friends. Let's yeah, go. me and my friends have a good time. We started recording and then like we realized, oh my God, this sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, I, let's do an album. I that's our my dream was to do an album. It wasn't a to MTV. I just wanted to do something like my father did. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it with my friends. We well, we we were gonna call ourselves Dvekas Jr. That oh. was that was what we were gonna call ourselves. No us. way. Yeah. All right, cool. That's That's, that makes sense. Give me some context of Dvekas. Is that yeah? Well, my 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 father's my father, A. B. Rottenberg, Label Sharfman, Ellie Kranzler, Yossi Sonnenblick, and um, uh, that's I think. Am I missing anyone? Oh, Itzy Weinberger, who's who's my father, and Itzy sound very similar. Actually, not really that much, but and that's the group called Dvekas, and they they all knew each other. Um, and they since my father's been singing since he's 17 years old on albums he's in like 50 albums wild you know? wild so your dad right he's part of this you know this group Tavakis very popular um, group of uh, in, in the Jewish world and then you're like yo well Tavakis so how did the Lift of Har come to be how'd you guys come with so that we're the be- so we're best friends since we're kids yeah and you Ari me Ari and Gotti uh, Mutti was part of it, but then he had to. He got he 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 was busy with other things, so he couldn't be a part of it anymore. So it was you three, yeah, but it came about because. That night that we were in the studio. In, in Israel. In Israel. We were the four of us, me, Gadi, Ari, and Mati. Mati got a call. And his father had complications from heart surgery. Ah. And a couple of months later, he was nifter. He died. Oh, wow. And we came home from Israel. And we went to, it was very, for me, it was the first time I really lost, I had someone close to me who lost someone. It was just... And he couldn't listen to music because he was an oval. So he said, you know what? We should do an acapella album. Wow. He that's, can, how, that's how it started. And you guys were the first. We were the first ones. The first ones to do Jewish acapella. To do, yeah. Wow. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Interesting. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That's so cool. You guys opened up a whole new genre of music. Yep. And, and yeah. In the Jewish world. That was really, we were in the, in the, in the, in the, in the from world, we were the first ones. There was another group. Oh, that was like, you know, they did acapella, like rockapella, like, yeah. but they weren't, you know, they didn't do any, any song, like anything that any of us sang. And we just, uh, and that became what one album came out a second. Was that something you think you guys believe that will be your mainstream of income or was it just more of a hobby guys no, getting together? It was, no, it was never, ever. My, I grew up in a house. My father never took a dollar to sing his entire life. When he got, when he was invited to sing here or there or different no, concerts. Sure I'll sing. No problem. Really? Yeah, sure. Right well, now, people call him up. Um, it makes me nuts. It makes me nuts. But he's like, it goes ah. against everything you believe in as an artist to be paid for their art. No, exactly. Well, that's why I'm because my father was a businessman. Mm. My father was a businessman, so for him, 
to go and charge and do this thing. It wasn't, it was never like a, but he, there was was always, this- he was always Switzerland. We had everybody coming through us. I grew up with A.B. Rottenberg, Mordechai Ben David, Avram Fried, um, Deddy, um, uh, uh. all these guys, they came to my house. That's where I was. I grew up in this house. Yossi Green, who's like, a, this is like family with me. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, all these people. Wow. All like, the household names would come. Yeah. They come, they come because my father, he, this was, the Haas concert started in my house. The Haas concert started in my house. The idea was... The idea was born in really? my house. With, yeah. What was that? Um, Who? Shia Mendelowitz was sitting around with my father yeah. and Shmiel Khan, who's the head of Hask, and they're, they're just chatting around and he said, you know what, let's do a concert. Like, let's do a beautiful, big-time concert to raise money for Hask. Wow. That's what happened in my house. Wow. We had the London School of Jewish Song come. They stayed at my house. Three of the guys, Yankee Kornbluth, and uh, I forgot. This is crazy. Wow, that's this crazy. Is, this is like I was 10. You know what I'm saying? I was you're like a kid. You're around like, it. I'm around it. I grew up. Music is like, music is uh, is like it's everything, you know, right. for me. Wow, wow. Whoa. So, so you grew in. So you grew into the music. You and Ari and Gotti, incredible albums are coming out. People are loving your music. When did you decide? When did you decide to like not separate, but decide? Okay, hey, you know, we, let's go our own separate ways. I'm gonna go into you know, Ari, go into business. Gotti, go into business. What did you What did you do during between those sessions? Like, wow. so I'll tell you. It well, we finished. Five um, Journeys Four came out. I was very involved in that, um, and then Leif Tahar Four. So there were five albums by the time I'm the age of twenty-five. Okay, so I wow. finished five of them, and wow. I said, and I, my goal was to sing Lincoln Center. After that, I was like, I'm going to sing Lincoln Center at the biggest shows. I want to do that. That's my goal. So we did that. By the time I was, I don't know, thirty, right? You did. You did Lincoln Center. Uh, yeah, we did it. We did it all. We did it. That was it. <sighs> we were done. I was like, okay, now what now? Right? Yeah, which also happens around 32. Uh, that, that, that's time yeah. of life. You know, you yeah, hit it's that. like, what now? What am I going to yeah. do? Anyway, I was going through, like, what am I going to do? Like, I just, I didn't feel fulfilled in chasing business. I was, I became successful in business at that age as well. Because I, I wanted to, I wanted to be extremely successful. Um, and I did some things that allowed me to see from a from a bird's eye view, like I, I made some good, some lucky decisions, not good, lucky decisions. Nice. So you're financially stable. I was financially you're, stable you're to floating. the point where I was like, okay, what do I want to do? So you do really I, got that, you have that space to really decide, now, it's a challenge to really question oneself, what do I really want to do? Some people have to just show up. You had, okay, now what do I want to do with my life? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it was, I remember, I was flown to Israel to sing um, at a, uh, in Israel, um, at the at at this friend of mine's kid's bar mitzvah, and he said, and I'm sitting there and I'm about to close the biggest deal of my life. We're buying the second largest um, anesthesiology company in America, okay, oh. billing company, yeah, out of Augusta, Georgia. And I was working on this deal, and then I, I, I so I went to Israel and I went to the Kaisel, and. I was thinking I have to I have to move to Augusta, Georgia, to buy this business, and I have all these people that are counting on me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't actually. What am I, what am I doing? Like, I don't even. Like, what am I gonna do? This is my life. Like, I don't know anything about. I don't know like what I want, who I am. Like, I, I just was completely disconnected from my my inner dialogue. Mm. Like, I was just not listening to that. I was just like focused on what I needed to do and I didn't even with music I just like I trusted that 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 deep voice but I didn't talk to it I just let it speak 
And I didn't, like I was unaware of what was going on when I was like in that voice, like just lost and then back into like, oh, I was not integrated and connected. Mm -hmm. Your soul, your mind. Yeah. Right. It was separate. You do music, you do music, but then once that was done, you'll be back and just... Uh, deal. deal. I was Money. running around. Yes, business. That, huh? No, 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 no. But and the, it caught up with you recognizing that it wasn't what you wanted or it was draining you rather than giving you life. It wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was like, like I, how much money is there going to be to allow me to really just do music all day? That was my thing. I was just trying to figure out, okay, so how much money do we need? But I was growing up around people that were very successful. I was like, oh, I want to be, I want to be so, I want to be like, I want to have hundreds of millions of dollars. Why not? I can do it. Right. And I was just like, I can do it. And I saw what it takes. It what it takes to do that is complete dedication to making that money all day. Wow. To the point where I was like, this is what I had to do. I had to move to Augusta. I had to sit there and 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 learn the business and figure this out. The guy was anyway, I come back from the from the hotel and hotel and I yeah. go, I'm sitting there. I remember I was drinking some wine and all of a sudden I get a call from the guy who said it was his brother who died. So he was selling the company because his brother and partner died and he, you know. He was over with it. I get a call from the owner of the of the business and he said, it's all I have left of my son. Please don't sell the business. So he said, I can't sell you the business. So I'm sitting there. I worked on this deal for four months. And you remember, I used to stay up till two in the morning doing music and the next day i was just like a complete machine just i was i was absolutely dedicated to both of these because i loved i actually loved business i loved it it was it's fun the chase getting that thing finding it and you know it was a yeah. lot of fun mm. um but it, it turned me into like a hunter and it, it turned like the, the way i was experiencing the world was i was hunting that deal mm. And I didn't like the way I became, I didn't like the person I was at all when it came to that. Just, I saw people in a transaction. It, 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 I, I didn't see people. I saw like, I saw just opportunities as that. And when I got into music, I just, I saw, mu- I was just like, this is my music. Right. But it was never like, I could never make both of them work for me. But anyway, I'm sitting there in Israel and I'm like, okay, what do I do? Oh my God. Like I'm sitting there. I'm, what do I have now? I just, I finished all these albums. I've done what I need to do. I did four Leif Tahar I'm sorry. I did four Leif Tahar albums. I did, I was involved with Journeys. I did the big concerts. Like, what more is there? What am I, what do I have to prove to myself? And then I realized I need to go deep. I need to figure out who I am. Mm. So I just didn't leave Israel. Oh, wow. You just stayed I there. told my parents, said, Mommy, Daddy, can you send my stuff to just ship it for me? Wow. And I walked into Isha Torah the next day. And I said, okay, tell me, teach me what I don't know. 30, you're 30 years old here. Yeah, 29, something like that. And I just, that's when I started this whole inner work thing. You know, Isha Torah was like an end, like I just walked, my mother was friendly with Eric Coopersmith's wife. So I had some connection over there that there was some friendship. So that was the beginning. You started scratching a bit of the inner surface. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So what's God? I always, I was obsessed with trying to understand God. I didn't understand God was to me. I did. I it's was, so interesting how, like, we once we get our physical. Sorry, to cut you off there. I'm just saying, like, no, once, our, once our physical, you know, it's that triangle of like, you know, of you know, basic. Once we get our basic needs met, 
then we can start having some space for our emotional needs, our mental needs, our spiritual needs. So it seemed like you were physically all taken care of. Now you're like, you're left with all this, you know, this hole of like, wait, I got everything that I think I wanted. Now what? And this happens right time and time again with the human condition. Like you're famous people, right? Getting big and they get rich. And, but now what? You know, like Jim Carrey says, I wish upon everybody to be rich and famous and everything that they ever wanted to realize that's not the source of happiness. <laughs> I hope you get it. Because oh then God. you could, you know, he's so, I love Jim Carrey. Oh my God. Love he's one of Jim my Carrey. favorite, favorite actors and now become my favorite human. He's right. I, yeah. Yeah. 100%. He's such an inspirational guy. Insp- yeah. Just, just honest, real MS, but I don't want to get too close in Jim Carrey rabbit hole because we could go there and we could go there but I I love t- him. to tie it back. But like, this just seems like what you're going through, where you're going through at this point where it's like, I got all these needs met yet. It's not. It's not filling me up. There's something more. So you turn to spirituality. You turn to your connection to something deeper. That's it. And I started to learn like crazy. I was learning 14 hours a day. I was just, I got a place in the old city. Mm-hmm. And I started teaching after three months. I was like, oh, I know all this knowledge about proving God and this and that. And meanwhile, I'm, a, I'm sitting there and like, I don't like real, I don't really like any of this. Like this stuff is not, like I'm the, I started like exploring Hasidus from there. Mm. And I was like, listen, Asia Torah is good for certain certain mind. It just not, it wasn't, it wasn't fueling me. It wasn't really getting, it was like It was a scratch in the itch. No, it was just enforcing a specific idea that allowed you to bring, to intellectualize a relationship with God where I needed much more than that to make this work. Mm. And I, I went to psychoanalysis. That's what I did. I used to go, I was in psychoanalysis for three times a week psychoanalysis what was that like what was that what was going on there that was the picture that was they put like things I'm on a pro- temples no, and no stuff? psychoanalysis is the original this is freud freud with the with, the, with the inks no laying down on a couch oh mamish lay down and you free associate i would lay down on the couch and i would free associate yeah and what i would i would lay down on the couch and i would free associate do you want to free associate means You'll sit there on the couch and you'll just say what's going on in your mind. Whatever comes to mind. Speak to the mind. And you you would allow things to just come up and say them. And it didn't matter what it was. Mm. And then you would sit there and analyze what and why everything's coming up. Psychoanalysis is like what Woody Allen does. Psychoanalysis is what Woody Allen does. I'm so sorry about That's that. Right. What is and, it? It's, uh... And... No, it's the deliveries. I have to stop that thing. I have to stop that thing. Sure enough, yeah. I have to I figure out how to do that, that it doesn't get in the way. Okay, well, um, we're going to do... Second, pick it up from psychoanalysis. Psychoanalysis is like Woody Allen. Yeah. You can get stuck in that for the rest of your life and go, this is why, this is why I am, this is why I'm doing this, this is why I'm doing that. <laughs> what can you do to... T- It's your guy? Or he just goes down to listen? No, this. it's Amazon. It's Amazon. They're delivering a package. I gotta stop that. I gotta figure out how to do that. I didn't realize that. Look at that. Look at that. That's terrible. You messed it up. Okay, fine. Cool. Bring, bring the mic back. It's all good. Deep breath. All good. We'll just have to we'll edit it. Um, so today you were... You, so psychoanal- psychoanalysis is like, is what Woody Allen, like you can get lost forever mm-hmm. in like, this is why I did this. This is why I did this. This is why I did this. And my parents did this. And my brother did this. And that's what happened to it's me. It's all very heady, it seems like. Very heady. It's very, very heady, but very... Um, it was very physical for me. I, I, my body started... Uh, it, was, it was very, very it was physical. Helping. It just wasn't in my head. It was, 
it brought up a lot of anger, things that I didn't look at with myself. I would, you know, I would like, I would eat um, to stuff down emotions. And mm. I was starting to see all of the ugliness that I never, ever wanted to see. Um, and, you know, no matter how much Torah I learned, no matter how much I did, um, it wouldn't deal with this part of me. And I started to learn, I started to get into Hasidus. Mm. And I started to meet, I was looking for a Rebbe. Yeah, I couldn't find. I went through all of these. They just didn't speak my language. Like mm. they don't know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. I started asking questions, and then, and this this guy Rabbi David Aaron, I was talking to him, and he's like, I, I, uh, I, I'm, I can't handle like your, your way, like your way out there. <laughs> I get, talk to my friend Daniel, and I, that's when I found my current Jewru Rabbi Rebbe. Juru. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I think that's a Mayor K. Juru. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be good. Mayor Juru. Mayor I Juru. like it a lot. All right. It's Look point at that. There. By the way, it's going to be It is. It is. Mayor K. Juru. Juru. I'm telling you, that's Juru. what it is. I'm the Juru. The Juru. That's it. Got to get that handle on, on the gram. Just get it out there, Juru. Yeah, get it now. Get it now. Right? Get Juru. it now. Get it now. Get it now. Let me run it down. Just actually, just I got it. It's, it's recorded. Oh, we're recording. We're using the phone to record. Sorry, guys. So, Juru. Juru. But who's Daniel? Rev. Daniel Cohn is my Rebbe. And he's the one that I, when I saw him speak for the first time, I just burst out crying because wow. I, I was like, this person speaks my language. Like, mm. Oh my goodness, the way he spoke about God, the way he spoke about tefillah, the way he spoke about Torah, the way he saw it was so, it was so tangible. Here, yeah, pal- palpable. Is that the correct word? Like, it's like, it's, you, you just, it's real, it's live, it's, it's here, it's right. dealing with me. Mm. Like you talking about, I was. I heard you talking about tefillah before. Yeah, this is like where I learned how to engage with a new relationship with God. Yeah. So how did that old? So what was what was you, you find the the big difference between the the old God that you had to let go of and the new God that or the new way you experienced God into this new chapter? I did. I did. I did something very very intense, and yeah. I. I don't. I don't recommend this to everyone, but I recommend this to everyone. If you have, <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. You got me there. Can't say seat. it. Yeah. Can't say it. But I'm saying it. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Hashtag. All right. Lay Hashtag, it down. What I'm is listening. it? What's what's what was your truth? What, what what helped? I had a relationship with this God that was angry, that was judging me at all times to be, like that to be perfect. Um, you know that expected me to do every single thing. Uh, in the Torah, and if if I didn't, I would go to hell. That's just the way we grew up. That's what we grew up with. That's what the yeshiva taught us. That's the way they gave it over, whether they like it or not, and whether they meant it or not. That's just what happened. Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting here with this paradigm of God that is so unhealthy spiritually and unhealthy. It just made me sad and 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 depressed. In, in engaging, every time I would daven, I was like, I was scared. Oh, man. man. Please don't hurt me or please give me what I want. Please give me what I need. Don't take it away or, you know, and, and that, that was the paradigm. And I, one time, I, I, I realized this. I, I, I actually, in a, in a uh, kind of like in a trance, but like in a vision, I sat there and meditated on this. It was, it was Yom Kippur. And I created this, I took God, this God, and I imagined God 
kind of like the, that Medusa with the snakes coming out of of the head of the head. Mm-hmm. And I took God by those snake head, and I and I cut his head off. Wow! But that's not my God. This is not this is an idol. This is not real. Mm-hmm. You are not real. Wow! You are going. I'm going. I'm going to kill you. You need to die. And that was the beginning of wow. of being able to engage with a new relationship with Rabbanu Shalom, which was getting rid of this imposter. My God! Wow! And my God! Um, yeah, right. it's a very, very intense. That was the biggest. That was probably the biggest moment of my life because that was the first time I was able to think outside of that paradigm. I was stuck in that paradigm. I mean, people I think who are listening to this this podcast may be questioning that paradigm if they're living in a place of a fear-based God. You know, maybe they're questioning it now in their life. Maybe they're older and like, wait, do I have to really live with this guilt and shame and tip for tat God? Is God really that small? I mean, that's the God I also sort of took upon myself or was taught till I also let that go. And by gosh, my life is so much brighter and, and larger and, and also how limiting I limited God in that manner. Um, it's not God. Uh, that's my opinion. But th- those who are listening, it's a frightening thing, isn't it? To let go of, of your, of your, even though, even though it's bringing so much pain and, and, and suffering to believe in that, it's so hard to like, what's next? What I don't let that go. It's the void. It's the darkness. It's black. What now? Oh my goodness. It was, it was, it was horrible. It was like you know we have uh, we have we have uh, um, what's it called Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome yeah, right. is we like stay, when, right. when you're, when you're just you don't want to lose your 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 the person that's that's holding you. You know, it's like I I need at least to be a slave. Uh, I need to be in camp, and that is a that that was one of the darkest times of my life. Where I explored atheism, I was like, "What if that God is gone? What else is there? Right? How do I even engage with something new?" And I started exploring different ideas. I was like, "What's this? What's that?" I couldn't, I couldn't see how to engage with And and my my Rebbe was the one who was able to like allow for all mm. of this to exist cohesively, wow. all of ideas, all ideas, ideas. Some of them, they're all to be weighed, all to be looked at, all to be in, in, in a full system of who you are, your family, your, 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 the world. And just to, it's, it's just a, it's a much higher level experience than this small little God. And just to be able to talk about these things and, 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 and explore them instead of being told that we're exploring. Exploring these ideas. Wow. So interesting. Wow. So, oh, wow. That's, that's interesting. Who is that? Really? That's how God is? Maybe. But, but that's weird. I don't feel close to a God like that. Why does God, like, how do I engage with God? Yeah. And, and to, to, to even think about the fact that we're alive right now. I mean, you think about it. I am speaking with you, me. Who am I? What is, I'm, I'm, who am I? What is this? What's coming? Where am I coming from? What is this all? What's going on over here? Consciousness. And it's conscious, but it's flowing through this bag of meat. Yeah. And it's coming out of this meat bag. Yeah. And it's talking to you, another another person. person, You're a meat, you know. uh, What's going on over here? Then we die. What? But but, but we have, what's going on? And God, and 
Like, yeah. What do you really? I don't know if many people think about life this way as you do. <laughs> I don't know if anybody used their body as a meat bag before or used that terminology, but like, but I get you, dude. I get you. I think about these things all the time. Um, and if you're uh, one of those people who are watching or listening and you get this language, you welcome. You found the others. Um, and if not, <laughs> <laughs> new language, but yeah, it's, it's a trip. It's a trip. It's a trip and a half. We're like this like crazy. And that's where I think for me, purpose and meaning comes in because otherwise if it's not, then I really lose my mind. Like, just like, what's the point of anything? And I've gone down that road and it's a very dark, lonely road and you could fill it with so much pleasure to a certain extent until that pleasure, which is sort of numbing you from the meaningless, gets to a point of where it's just starting to harm you and not working as a numbing mechanism. And then you're left with like even a worse position than you were before. And then you really got to ask the question about what's it all for and then create that meaning for yourself. Um, is that is that like what did that for you? Is that like, a, like is that why you went down the path you went down? I needed to. I I had to. I, I kept itching, scratching the itch. I mean, for a while, I didn't accept my. I didn't accept myself. I sort of like I I I was different. I was interested. I was you know I liked. I was a performer. I liked color and I liked. You know, exploring, I had questions, but a lot of the questions I kept to myself, you know, when it came to religion and God and more just was able to be like this more open-minded person within the system until eventually caught up where I realized like, wait a second, what do I actually really believe in and what don't I and who am I? And I started asking similar questions as to what's going on and, and reached certain goals that I put for myself and realized, wait, now what? And uh, what a beautiful gift that is, that gift of like of question and eventually desperation because then it really brings one to a place of of asking himself, what now? What do I do? What do I want to choose to believe in? Because growing up, we were always, at least I was, had guidance. I was always told what to believe in. I was held by the hand and then we're held by the hand to walk down the chuppah and then you're held by the hand with your wife or your husband. We're always, wow. we're always, you know, we're always just held by wow. the hand. You know, when do we actually choose for ourselves and pause and like, wait, what does... This person, this this soul need and want, and how do I want to interact with the God that I was told about for so many years, but it was really just a water watered down interpretation of Rebbe, Rebbe from Rebbe, 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 with their own human, you know, context put into it, and their own traumas and their own viewpoints into it. Wait, what do I want to believe in and choose that and move forward with? Wow, so, I, you know, it reminds me of yeah. something my my uh, my Rebbe. Um, who I call, you know, he's actually a close friend at this point. Um, he says uh, there's a medrash that Avram Avinu, that God was it? God looked at especially at Avram Avinu. Avraham was he would look over him from the window, and he would see Avram Avinu, and he would say, "Avram is my lover, and I'm asking him to guide me through the light." God is asking him to take him by his hand mm. slash her hand. And he is the lover that Avram is going to lead through the night. So Beautiful. God is asking you to lead him by the hand. It's so amazing that wow. you told that, that, you, that you use that by the hand thing because right. that's, that's the way to describe, I guess, like I and got my, you. my first name is Avram. <laughs> is it really? It is. Avram Mayer? Yeah. Avram Mayer. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. That's Isn't I that a gorgeous that. idea? That's a magic. I love it. God wants you to take the lead. Ask you to lead him. Show me. Yeah. Like, show me. What do I do? What do I do? Mm. 
And to be able to engage with God as, as the king, God as a father, God as a mother, yeah. God as a lover, yeah. God as the Kruvim, mm. God as, meaning how do you engage with all these gods? Yeah. But it sounds like there are multiple gods, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but we have, all, all, we have multiple levels of personality. Totally. So does God. So does God, 100%. And we're made the image of God. Right. <laughs> so is in God, so is in us. Sure. Love that. Right, love that. Also, just like off, off that. Also, Avram. I love the idea of Avram. The idea that he had to break the idols of his father to go and find his own god. His father had his his beliefs. He had to break that down. And and I'm not saying that your father, whoever's listening, doesn't have real beliefs and amunov. I'm not saying that at all. But what it means by even if he's a God fearing Jew, you you as a person and have to go ahead and break those ideas so you could choose yourself and build your and have a build your own connection with with god not the god not the god of your build your own god and that may lead you back to the god of your father perhaps but you got to go ahead and do that yourself yeah it's a dangerous road it's a dangerous dangerous road and it's a hard road to go down which is why most people don't first of all they don't have the time yeah. they don't have the thought it's it's i don't let me tell you something. It's a lot of work. And also, I don't think that their God, I don't think that someone else's God is better or worse than mine. It's just my, it's just that's yours. Yeah. That's the way that you I mean, were People get very take- defensive. People get very scared when you start doing that. Oh, you know, it's like, wait, you could have yours, I could have mine. And, yeah, and it's okay. And we're all great. It's all Everybody's good. Everybody's here. Like, you know, there are 7 billion people yeah. on this earth. Yeah. 7 billion people. Yeah. Each person has their own relationship. Can you imagine? These people in India and China, we're sitting there talking uh, did God not, is there not a God for everyone? There's a God for everyone. 100%. God, we can say that that's the same source of consciousness. It's the same creator. But to say that we all have the same relationships, like me going into your house, you're married, me telling you, I think, that, how's it going with your wife? Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. So that's like talking to me about God. That's what that's doing. Someone random taking a look at my relationship yeah. and asking me what goes on behind closed doors. How how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You, you yeah. come into, you're coming to my, who are we? This is not for you. Excuse me. If you're asking me about that, you're out. Mm-hmm. You don't get it. If you're going to try to get into my business, you're not a friend and you're not someone I can really talk to if you can't accept the fact that other people have their own private relationship with God. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's interesting. I did grow up in a, in a world where like we did do that to an extent, hopefully from a place of love, not conversion, but growing up Chabad, you know, going out there, hey, what's going on? Are you Jewish? Hey, let's go get you to put us on film. Let's, let's grow that out. And I think it's beautiful work. I do believe in the work that Shulchan do when it comes from a place of love and acceptance and, yeah. and choosing people and meeting them at their level and, and walking down the path and giving them breath. You know, um, sometimes it could be done. In more extreme ways, of course, but generally the intention behind it, and of course, what the Rebbe said for, I'm all, all about. Oh, yeah. But yes, I think especially more so when it comes from the insular community, when we look at it, we have a lot more patience for people who are not religious. But when it comes to those who grew up religious, you should know better. What do you mean? This is what you, this is your father is, your bat. And there's no, there's no compassion there. There's no love there. It's all very, very judgmental. And that's where I, I shut down. And that's where I shut down. In the past, yeah, I've so yeah, I've, I've seen you shut down, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I've gotten better at that too. It's that too is a process. It's a very trigger. It's a very trigger. Oh my god! Right? But um, but I've I've gotten to now have more compassion for those who come at me with with such judgment. Yeah, like, you go like this. You're able to say like now I'm like oh. okay, like you know you know when you look hug. at it, it's like 
If someone's coming in with that, that means that they haven't allowed that capacity. And I look at them literally like a child. Yeah. I see a child going, ah, la, la, la. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I see. Yeah. I see the child going, no, I like you. Yeah. And I go, yeah. Like if you can't understand that there's other people that have other viewpoints, you can't get through life. I mean, yeah. how are you going to get through life? Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure, for sure. But now you're an interest, you're a guy, man. You're an interesting guy. You have these ideas. How do you go about connecting with others? How do you meet people or meet other people, colleagues in this or, or friends in this world, you know, as well as perhaps finding a partner? You're a single guy right now today. Yeah. You're such a unique individual. Very rough. Very rough. And it's a very, uh, it's a hard thing to find someone that is able to engage with all of these facets in life. And, and you know, and we know this work is demanding. And um, it's, it's hard to find someone that's really able to speak this language. Yeah. And that's also like from, that as from our world. And it's like, that's involved in the artist world, the way we, the way we really are, like we're dealing with the real artists. I mean, the, what, the video we just did. Journey at and Sea. Journey at Sea. I mean... If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. Have a... Wow. Best... One of the, epic, it's the best video, best epic. collaboration of my entire life. Yeah, Mayor, likewise. Epic. Best, best collaboration of my epic entire life. Epic music video. Just, you guys got to see it. Journey at Sea. Um, uh, check it out on my channel. Leif Tahar. Mm. Um, A.B. Rottenberg. Yep. And, and me. Hananya. Hananya Rottenberg was a composer. Mayor K, producer, directing with me together. Yep. We had such a... Gadi um, Ari. Gadi Fuchs my, my, and Ari Zucker, my two best friends and of Leif Tahar. And yeah. we just... And, and, you know, to be able to... Listen, to be able to connect to these people doing what we do. Just sharing my heart and through my craft... To sit there, I sit there on a song "Stand for You" that mm. that we I did for Amudim. Yeah, that was people beautiful. come over to me every time I go out. Wow. I get emails constantly and, and messages. I'm like, how did this? How did how did how did I get to do this? Like you, I mean, you look at the, there are millions of people that that saw that what you did. Yeah, like how did this happen? Like you, like why me? Like how did I do this? Like how did, I don't even know. I just know that I I keep going, and to find. Other people, I'm just lucky. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm keeping my eyes open. And I'm, right. but I guess yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy to have people. Like I'm happy you and people like you that I can talk to. That are other artists that, that, that think the way that we do. That care about like expressing in in a expressing something unique and and true and and uh, sharing what we have and sharing it yeah. not because. We want to move someone, but because this is what moves us. And that's real. That's that's authentic. That's the way that I, if I get moved by something and you get moved, you're moved. Why did you choose to do that? Because that's what moves you. And if you can connect, if people can relate to what I'm doing, I'm very happy. And if they don't, I'm all, I'm not as happy. Yeah. But I'm still doing what I know and what I know I love to do. Mm. So for those who are out there who are looking for, are you are you looking right now? Is that something that you want to um, Listen, talk about? Um, Is that, you know, want to put out your resume right now out there? Would you go to yeshiva? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, am I, am I like, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely um, keeping my eyes open, and I'm I'm always when I meet someone or I meet people, I'm I'm keeping my eyes open. Uh, am I? 
I'm I'm doing I'm doing my work and I'm it's I'm balancing and how much do you hate when someone comes over to you and says, New Eldie, why aren't you married? <laughs> you, you were there. I was there. Oh my god. Oh my I god, that it. was it's so bad. I was just so like, insensitive. I was like, do I ask you what's going on in your man. marriage? Yeah, man. It's, like, are you being it's nice? time to let that go? It's so crazy. It's time to let that go. It's so crazy, right? Yeah. I, am I? It's a show of care. It's, un, it's a, people aren't touched. I think it's, it was the it was the currency. It was the way people spoke in the shtetl in Eastern Western Europe. I don't know Russia, but today, ah. no, we gotta let that let that yeah, go. Yeah, like, I mean, why am I not? It's it's like literally going over to someone. Why are you divorced? That is the same thing. Mm. Why are you divorced? <laughs> right. What? Right. Why are you? What? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what Excuse me. About? Can I ask you a question? Why are you divorced? Yeah. Why, why don't you have kids? Like, yet? like, yeah, oh, you man, have kids. all these questions. You imagine that yeah. someone's trying to have kids for five years. Can't have children. You didn't want to yeah, have kids. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. You meet someone who's 24, 25, 26, who's 30, 40. I'm sure they've, they've, they're, they're doing their work because they have reasons why they're not married. You know, like, let it be. There's other things to talk about. If you have nothing else to talk about, then what are you engaging with? Why, 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 why are you, why do you get married? Why do you get married? Why? Why? Why to get married? Prove it to So, to have children, children, right? build a family, build, build a family. That's what we. That's what we're here for, right? Yeah. Are we here mm-hmm. for that? Are we? <laughs> I'm asking, like, like, what do you think, Mayor? Man, what do I think? I think I've gone through. I, what am I here for? I'm here to. Why are you on this earth? I'm to spread more light, to to bring godliness, to to bring truth in in through art into the this Baba world. Did the Baba have children? He did not. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I, that's not my place to ask why or why not. I have no idea. All yeah. I know is that I'm asking you. Yeah. And Mitch, I, listen, and I, I guess really, the answer, right. People have different, and people who don't have kids, is, it, is their life not matter? Of course it. Right. It doesn't matter. It they're does. in a lot of pain. Let me tell you of something. Of course there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain. Seen, right. A lot of pain for, 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 uh, yeah. for a lot of people that don't have children, right? Yeah. And, and people that want children and, and people that there's so many, there's so much emphasis uh, on children. Everything is about our lineage. My parents, I mean, if my parents didn't decide to, to have me, like what, I wouldn't be here. What's going on? What, yeah. what? I'm here because my parents got married and had me yeah. and here I am. So I do believe that right. offering the opportunity and, and being able to nurture and give over what I have to what I have to this child and allow this child to that would be amazing. Um and uh I it sounds it's you know everybody has told me it's the it's the it's the greatest experience in in this world. Mm. And we'll I hope I hope I get to experience that. I, I hope wouldn't. I get to I hope you get to experience me too, it. Too. Yeah, I'd love to. I've I've gone in and out of that. I've at times didn't want to get married and have a family and then there are times that I did and and now, more certainly, I, I do. I would love to. I've, I've really come to a... And, and for me, my process was I really have to get to know myself and love myself and love God and to really build that foundation to be able to have now the breath and the space and the like, oh, wow, yes, I have so much more. I have so much love. I have so much love inside me. I got to give it somewhere, you know? And this, That's the way I feel too. It's yeah. like, yeah, I start... I started right. It's the overflow, and then you start taking care of of people. And my my, can I take care of this for you, mom, dad? Like yeah, I got all the, like yeah. I go I go try to do that, and um, 
And uh, I, I, I totally feel the same way. I loved being in a relationship. I was in a relationship for, for I really, really loved being able to give to someone. It's mm. a really powerful experience. Like, you know, like a long-term relationship and, you know, having to like, uh, you know, really spend a lot of time with one person, especially through Corona. It was, it was just the two of us. And it was like such a, um, an amazing experience to, to really give over your, um, your focus to be able to help and, and go with someone on a path. And that's, that's, that's where it's at. I think for me to, to be able to share a path with someone um, and to give to them. That's, that's where it, it, that's where that, that's where that for me is where it is. You know, that's, that's what I enjoyed actually the most about the whole thing was being Mm -hmm. able to take care of someone and, and help and them to be able to take care of me. And you know, it's, it's such a, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of, and you know, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, and you know something? What the great thing about it is, and if not, not. Yeah. Right. That's okay. And too. that's and that's okay because the second you put the pressure of, I got to make this happen. What what's what happens to you is, what happens to people happens to me, is it gets. It gets too. It's too much to, it's to like. It's, it it's becomes, obsessive. It becomes like, oh, I got to like everything. It becomes about that. Yeah. And for me, my life is very, very full. Thank God. With, thank God, with a lot of uh, music and art and love and 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 there's just a not. There's so much going on. And and if if I were to do that, it would really negatively affect what's going on in my life. Instead of like being natural about it and hopefully and just. Doing you keep my doing, stuff, right. you keep doing what you're doing, right? And you know that's the way I see it. You know, I've I've seen a lot of people become obsessed with this, yeah. and it's like trust them crazy. Yeah, do what you can, do what's in your power, and then let, let the rest to God and, and trust and trust. You have that moon, have that faith that that's going to happen. Like what kind of miracle? It takes a miracle. It's a miracle. It's yeah. a miracle to have to find that person. It's a miracle when a friend comes into your life. It's a miracle to wake up with. This life's full of miracles. It's a big miracle and. God willing, you, yeah, I, I bless, yeah, I, I'm excited for you when that, if, when that happens. That, same, same yeah. for you. I, yeah. I, I see that, uh, we went through things together. So, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. very cool. It's very, uh, cool. It's, it's hard and it's sad, but it's nice to be able to have someone to share, um, share experiences and, and goals and, and, and be able to talk about things on this level because not many people, that we know, you know, everybody else, like, in, from my, I'm the only person I know from my world at all. Like, I thought about this. Yeah. Who else went down the artist road that's still speaking to me? No, there's nobody I know mm. from my entire world. Yeah. There's nobody. Who? Who else? Yeah. Takes a lot of courage. Takes a lot of, but it's your path. And, and by gosh, you know, what a beautiful path that is. You yeah, know? and I'll, I, you'll be surprised if someone pointed this out to me as well. Like you know, just because reading my astrology chart, that like you, we don't know because it's our experience, but we don't realize how much we feel. Like most people don't necessarily feel the way we feel our feelings in this world. Like how we go about life, what we're thinking about. You know, a lot of people like go about life, and that's and that's a beautiful thing. And they again, not everybody they marry, kids, responsibilities. There's certain you know luxury and privilege. To be able to feel so deeply and, and to live so deeply. And that comes with deep pain. It also comes with deep joy. Right. And, and everything in between. Right. That's very well put. Right. 
Right, because because we're diving deep. I guess it's like, and we're, and I think that's a natural thing. We we experience that so profound. That's that profound, you know. Right? Yes. And and most people don't, which is why when people are stuck, this whole psychedelic thing is happening to allow them to experience that depth of of experience. Yes, and that's why also people don't and that's appreciate. But how much they need art. Art makes them feel something they can't do it themselves. They need something external. They need the artist to help them feel. You know, they go, they look at a painting, they get moved, they watch a film, they get, they listen to music, can't do it themselves, but that's why they want to be around that energy, want to be around you. They want to listen because sometimes they can't, they can't bring that out within themselves. And then by seeing that externally, then it can remind them of their own humanity. It's so interesting. I just saw this. You mentioned this that when, it's like when I perform, I tell them, you're just as much a part of this as me. Yeah. I'm like, every person in this room, if they're with me, they're singing the song. It becomes your song. When you're sitting there listening and you're actively listening, when a person sings words, I was, I was speaking to a songwriter the other night. Someone asked me to go out for dinner. And this, this guy who's not a songwriter, he's a poet. Mm-hmm. And he's a fan of Leonard Cohen. He goes... And he's a fan of this guy, um, Enrico Macias, an Algerian singer. Enrico Macias, who I happened to have met and, and sang with like years oh, wow. ago. Yeah, he's a famous guy. And I was like, just some Sephardi thing and whatever, some Kuwaiti woman. Don't ask. It was just a crazy thing. And I, I, Enrico Macias, I happened to know who he was. And he says, you know what? He told my story. He said, he's speaking about exactly where I was. I said, you see, why, why do you love this person? Because he's telling your story. But it's your story, not his story. What you experience is your story. Because mm. I was there. So when, when I sing a song, I write a song. And people, whatever you experience, you're experiencing you. Yeah. Well, you're, you're not... It, you're creating day, it. You're... Exactly. You're utilizing this, but it's your experience. No one else's. When someone sees something different... The whole point is the artist doesn't own it. Yeah. The second, it's called a release. When you have a release CD release party, it's a release. It's mm. no longer, I'm, I'm, it's not mine anymore. It's now yours. Yours. Every person that listens to my, the music that I made, it's their, it's their song. That's my song. That's my song. You know what people say? That's my song. Yeah. That's my song. Right. That's my song. That's right. That's my song. Each person, my song. This is my song. That person made it, which is why when someone said to me, this is a very controversial thing I'm about to say, and I, um, I don't apologize for it, but I apologize if somebody who's listening um, could get triggered. Yeah. Um, it would be, I still have to say it because it's important for, 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 a, uh, for a person to understand and to, to be able to think this way uh, around music and around art just in general, nothing to do. But I'm just going to, I'm not actually going to say it out loud. I'm going to um, hint to it. Okay. So, but whoever can, if, if you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying. If you don't, that's okay too. Um, do I, if I make something and I release it, do I own it anymore? And did I actually make it? When I wrote this song, how did I write the song? I have no idea. How did the song come to me? If something happened to me and these words came out. Who, who, who's, who's, is it mine? In the way I see it is God sent that to me. I did this. I spent time thinking about it and I put out a, a thing on Spotify. And mm. Now, I happen to be the channel. Yes. 
is it me? Is it me? Is it mine? Well, from a God-fearing or God, hmm, let me check. From a God-loving person, um, still old habits that young, um, then you have that ability to say, you know, you're the channel and you're the conduit to share this 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 message and this love towards people. And if you're someone who doesn't believe in that, or it's it's or you know, coming from an ego space, then it's, yes, then it was I. I created this through my own intellectual and creative capabilities. And I put it out there. What's but what is the? I mean, unless I'm wrong, I mean, is it that black and white? What's controversial about what you're saying? About because what if you believe that I am a channel, then God just chose me as a channel. Yeah. Then my song is actually not my song, and it becomes your experience. So when people get uh, the the whole question of can you listen to someone's music if they've done something wrong? Uh, Can you listen to someone's music if they've done something wrong? Mm. And I'm not being. We can. You can think about who this you, is about. Yeah. But if if somebody did something horrible, is their song off limits? And this person asked me that in shul. He's like, I don't like when they sing this person's song, this person's music, because uh, I, I don't like what. So I said, What makes you think it's his music? But, like, we have intellectual property rights, right? Yeah. Because people need to make money. But if you're a spiritual person, you don't you don't give that. It's like my Torah, my Torah, my ideas, my Torah. For me, music is tefillah. It's just like it's just prayer. It's always prayer. It's sound. It's the combination of sounds that are coming through. What the universe is made up of sounds of atoms go. Mm. That, so to me, yes, I need to in this world own that. But if I'm thinking big, but the question is though. The, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm bouncing back. I hear you. And I love what you're saying. The, especially the idea of like how music is is, is tefillah and it's prayer. But let's say you're, you're you're going from source, right? Let's say the water from the Poland fresh water Poland spring is fresh, but it's it's being poured through a vessel that's dirty, then the water comes out can be tainted but do you on a spiritual sense. But, so right. let me finish my it? thought. So the question is, on a spirit, music is so spiritual, right? It's such a spiritual thing. You can't really see the musical notes. It touches emotions. You can't see it, feel it. What if the, you know, if it's going through a, a person that as human as he is, has done wrong or done things that were harmful to other people, does that make, yeah, could that music be now his energies in that? And could that, could that affect somebody on a soul level? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you, I don't know. It's, it's a great question. That's why this, I'm, I'm bringing up this other idea because yeah. for, for me, um, I personally have a hard time with it too. Like when I really think about it, I'm just like, but I think considering this idea yeah, it's a, it's is, an is an idea, idea to an consider idea. because oh. the way I, it's the way I see, forget about the question. This is the way I see it in general. So that's why like, I'm just blessed and 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 lucky that I'm able to to have this come flow through me, but like I don't own it. It's now like it's spiritually, meaning like in a spiritual level. Like yeah, obviously. People, yeah, but if you go ahead and take us copyright issues, oh, I was thinking about, at least I'm well, because like, we have to. Because yeah, bottom course. line is, uh, no, we live. We have, yeah, we live. Yeah, in this no, no. World. This is this is a world we live in. This world. And maybe that's what we have to do anyway. Like if someone said, would you would you allow them, if someone was there that was hurt by this person, would you sing the song? I said, absolutely not. We can't sing that song. Somebody came in and said, listen, I, I you know, I, uh, I was hurt by this person. 
um, to respect that. Of course, you've yeah, never course. seen. Them. But as a general concept, is that is that um, how do we how do we engage with this idea? How, how, how do we talk about it? Can we talk about it? Um, maybe maybe we can't even talk about it because we could it's talk so, about it on this podcast. Are we allowed we to talk about it? Of course we can. Okay, so of that's course. what this is. We can't hide. We, we're yeah. not going to talk about the things we're not going to talk about. No, that's the guy's in the most trouble. Yeah, got to talk. We have to talk about this. Of course, very very hard to talk about. Yeah. Um, so you know, uh, I don't know. You tell me. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't it's know the a, answer to this a, question. Yeah, and I, I posed the question back at you. So it's I, I and I, 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 I agree. I, I don't know the yeah, answer. Me, well, I don't have the answer either. It's a good question. And you bring up a good point about it's out there now. It's you do as you wish. Take it, take it in, and and utilize it. Let it inspire you. Let it bring you down. Let it, let it, let it lift you up. It's um, it's out there. Yeah. And it's and it, it's and now becomes yours. Yeah, and that's the whole point of this. It's like your song. And yeah, there's a way also to 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 purify it, perhaps through your own way. You know, you're taking, mm-hmm. you know, the a tune or lyric, a song, making it your own, bringing your own energy into it, the way you listen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful idea. I didn't actually think about it that way, but to purify it, I know the, they said that the Rebbes took the marches. Ram, tum, yep. tum, 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 ram, tum, tum, tum. These were like old yeah, Polish. Yeah, he took the French Rebbe. Yeah, he took the Rebbe. Yeah, took the took the the, the anthem, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the, yeah, the, not the anthem. anthem. What, 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 something like that. The Israeli, you're talking about the Israeli national anthem? No, no I'm talking about no. The Fran- back no. in the day, the French? Yeah. I think it was Eastern Europe. I think it it's was not, there's, European. There's multiple. I'm, I'm sure, each one of our cultures, yeah. right? Budgets. <laughs> 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 Okay, I just said Rebbe. I don't know. The Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Rebbe. Stay in our lane, guys. Okay, got it. <laughs> oh, man. What do you say, Ellie? Keep going? I'm, yeah, I'm just chilling. Why not? This is like a Joe Rogan podcast. Think yeah. about it. What time is it? Do we, have, do we press, do press it. it again? Yeah. So, first of all, we, we didn't even talk about... Okay, so let's just get back into it because I'm going to dive right back into that conversation because... Um, these are very, very deep, hard questions to think about and to consider. Um, very, very hard to consider these questions. But the reason why it's important to talk about it for me is because this will allow us to clarify like, how to engage with art in general. Like, how, how, do we, how, do we, how do we value it? What is it? How do we... Like, what is this? You know, like when you have... Someone makes a slice of pizza. Yeah. Here's the pizza. I made the pizza. It's your pizza. Eat it. You don't want to think about these things. Mm. Right? You think about That's why we make a bracha. You know, I say, you're supposed to think about all of the, how the, how this whole thing came about. Like all of that awareness around what you're eating. Like it came from the ground and the thing and with where, probably the cheese and the yeah. and cow right. and the tomatoes and the bread and the, all the people that everything that happened with this Wild. crazy concept to think Wild. about. When you think about the art. I don't know. I don't know how to think about this. I'm just, I'm literally, it's great. I, I love having someone that to speak about this with like, you know, it's just like, just, just wonder, full of wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, that, that sort of gets lost throughout the, the, the adult years. You know, as a kid, we're wondering, we wander and we wonder about everything. What's this? What's that? We ask lots of questions. We're curious to know who's that kid? Who's this person? Who's that? What's this? A slide? We climb there. We go over there. We scrape our knees. We learn. And then we get settled as we get older. I know this. I know that. I stay right. away from this. I this stay is away the way from it is. that. We move from love to fear. 
we moved to ego, we moved to, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, yeah, we separate ourselves instead of realizing that we're all just really sparks of one source. All sparks of one source. When we harm one another, man, we're harming ourselves. Really, truly, I believe it. Via hafta, this back. This, we all goes back to one another. We are just one. We are just different limbs of a body. We're, we're literally. You know what? I I'm going to just cut you off for a second. Yeah. And there, the, the, I just want to point out when you say just, we're just limbs. We're just. We're just. What do you mean just? Yeah. Drop the word just. Drop the word just. Yeah. Just and trying and should. Those three words. Drop them. Just. We are sparks. When you say we are just sparks, yeah. why do we say that? By the way, why do you, where do you think that came from? What do you think? We, we play it down. We're afraid to commit. We're afraid to step into it. The, the power we are, you know, it's you know, like Marion Williamson says, like you know, who are you not to step into the into your light, into your you know, when we have our doubts. I'm paraphrasing here, but she has an incredible you know poem. Marion Williams. Marion Williamson. Yeah, she's great. She's great. And uh, I think what it is, we're just playing it safe. We play it safe. Also, when I say think, right? I think I know what I'm saying. I have an opinion, but we always say, I think this is what it is. I think I parked there. No, you know where you parked, but we always want to give like that. No, I don't know where I parked. I don't know where I parked. I don't know where I parked. I swear. I think I parked here. You're going to the parking lot. I'm unclear. I think so. I think so. I think so. I hear you saying, but I think when you're saying I think was like, I think it's this. No, 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 like versus like I don't remember. Yeah, of course. I think of it's course. like yeah, yeah. What I mean by that is exactly um, when you know the answer, but we just are not say think. We know. The word just, and I tell you, I was just just I was just talking to someone, like right before, right before, right before this, I was talking to that to that guy who called beforehand, the, the other guy, and and I was talking to him, and he said, you know, this a lot of for better or worse, like the crowd that I had, I, I you know, I, I was, we were, we both run in many circles. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, the burner crowd, right? The yeah. burning man crowd. Yeah. yeah. The guru crowd. Sure. You know, that we, Fairies and clothes and costumes. Oh, and- costumes and the whole thing. And, uh, you know, everybody's like, you know, and everyone's, you're such an amazing human. Right? <laughs> On that tone. Human. They use the word human. And I, always it bothered me and i i realized what it was mm. i said when it's the it's the same idea as just okay when a person is a human what are they part of the human race yeah they're an animal that's evolved you are now a human now what goes around human is how do you treat animals so if you treat animals you have to treat animals and human beings and everything on this earth with the utmost respect and love. That's the way you can try to say it. Beautiful. But when you have to deal with a person, all of a sudden, I am a person. I'm not a human. I'm a person. What does it mean a person? I have a personality that you have to engage with. I am now, that's relationship. Human is you're a human. You're like, it's a distance. Mm. Just. You're, we're just the... Yeah, yeah. Would you like if she said, or I say she because this is the no, tone. It's reminding me of every other person I've right? met. Is it, um, would you have gone... Let me, let me go, go ahead. Human soul? Would you like soul better? No. No. And I'll tell you why. <sighs> let me ask you this. If I tell you that someone's a beautiful human, 
and then I tell you someone's a beautiful person, which sounds more beautiful to mm, you. It's more intimate when you say person. That's right. Because why? Human soul, it's still a little, heady. It's, it's still heady. Heady, heady up in such a beautiful soul. Yeah, human yeah, person. No, no, no. No, thank you. Person, you're right. You're absolutely, I've used, I've been, I've, I've used the word human before and there's something new agey about it. It's new agey because the concepts are and new age where. It's false, intim- false intimacy. There we go. There we go. It's, that's it. It's, it's false. It's because it's trying to say how much I love you or how much I'm connected to you without actually having to engage with you. It's, you are a human just like everyone else. Just like everyone else, you're the same. You're not special to me. You're not unique to me. You are a human. A person, the word person is personality. Personality. Mm-hmm. That person has- Individual, one of a kind. Each, right. Each person has their own little thing yeah. that they have. And mm-hmm. that's, what a beautiful like person. That. And that's why I always say, with a beautiful person. You know, it's like, that's a person. You, you, all of them. It's all of them, whatever that is. Instead of, you're just a human and we're just sparks in the universe. We're just, and therefore, we're nothing. It's all meaningless. That's what this comes out to. This is in the end, if you go down that road, there's nihilism at the end and there's just meaninglessness because we're just humans. We're just sparks. And and for me, it's like, you know, it's like Y.Y. Jacobson. He told me this many years ago. I became... It was the two of us. Like he would go on. I was the music, and he was speaker. Yeah, twelve years and thirteen years ago. Oh wow! He was just getting started. Oh wow! Yeah, and he was he was this cool guy who was funniest guy. One of the I told him he can sell Madison Square Garden because to anyone he's oh, yeah. that good. He's good. He's great. And he said, "I said I was going through a hard time. I would talk to him, and we were just chilling. The two of us in a room at KMR. Me and him. His wife wasn't even there. It was in Banff. He was flown in to sing. I was he, I was flown in to sing." I'm sitting there till like four in the morning just chilling with him. Mm. And he goes, Ellie, you are an ambassador of love, light, and hope. Wow. And I was like, I said, what? He goes, you are an ambassador. You know, and he says, you are an ambassador of love, light, and hope. Okay? (laughs) Ellie, listen to me. You're an ambassador of love, light, and hope. Man, he has a way of words, and you sound right. <laughs> I was like, I was wow, like, yeah, he, 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 whoa. he makes you, when he speaks to you and says that, he make you feel seen. And it just, he, I wouldn't say, I give him, he, he said that to me. Yeah. It just, I understood that I, there's a purpose here, and that being a person allows for purpose to engage. If two humans have another human, that's, doesn't it sound like androids? It sounds very, it sounds yeah, like it sounds very scientific. Like in a, very in a science. Yeah. yeah. We're science experiments yeah. by some. And listen. It's, it's a way to hide. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it. You, you sold me on it. You sold me on I it. I sold you. You sold me on it. Yeah. Oh, I feel good. And that's great. I feel good about this because you're, you're someone that's, that's, that's very sensitive to these things. And also always. Words matter. Words matter. Very much. Words and matter. And that's why I don't like when people say, well, you know, and like even with Ben, like I, I love like Ben Shapiro, right? When he says like, facts don't care about your feelings, right? I, yeah, but feelings care about your feelings. Yeah. The, so, so the point is you're not going to, you're not saying things correctly, right? And giving hope to people if that, 
Why is that considered something that we value, but hurting someone we don't value, right? Like, it's like, you're supposed to only take the good things and we filter out the bad stuff. Yes, you are. But also you're a human being. You're a person that has their own things. So we weighing how you say words to people is very important. Mm. You're right. When it comes to policy and this and that, of course, whatever. I, I, I agree and disagree and whatever. It's not the point. Yeah. The point is that words matter and the way you speak to yourself matters. Yeah. How do I talk to me? That's a how do I, I hated myself for so many years. Wow. Hated myself. Wow. I judged myself. And hated was it myself. your voice you heard in yourself or was it, your, or was it a, other people's a, educators? Or was other, other educators, other people's voice in my head. Mm-hmm. That's when I wrote that song. I can see it. There was something. What song? His words inside your head. He stole your innocence. I was talking about me. I was talking about someone else. I was talking about a lot of people. And I was talking about, but I have that experience of having- that inner critic, that inner a, voice. A, a inner critic that just hated me. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be good enough. You're never, this is never, ever going to work for you. You're just never going to, you can't, you're just, you're so bad. What was the one, what was that thought, what was that one voice, that one kicker that would just get you in a loop or just put you down? What was that deep limiting belief? Not good enough, you're never going to make it. You're, you're, you're disgusting. You're, you're so ugly and disgusting. So if I tell you you're beautiful, does that land? Yeah, that lands to me. And to be honest with you, like, I, I don't speak to myself that way now, but it, but it does come up. Mm. It does come up and I have to, I have to, deal with that voice still like still it, it never to be honest with you, it never really really went away i just every time it comes up it's like i have so many voices that come up i speak to myself yeah i'll talk to myself out loud i'll actually like you have, no a board room. have a board you have a board meeting i really do i speak to myself you speak to yourself i do like I, I, I yeah at times hey sure. mayor what's going on yeah come sure. on mayor yeah you say that to yourself yeah yeah, well, I also do a lot of affirmation work as well, which has been really helpful. And I could, I, I was curious, I was going to ask you, but I'll, I'll, I'll say for myself, I've, I've had the same, similar experiences. Having the inner critic, how I talked to myself was, I didn't hop. I was so blindsided. There's such a blind spot in my life, in my development that it took time for a mentor to point out to me, like, Mayor, here again. He was very patient with me. He always pointed out to me very gently how I would talk down to myself. And I didn't, I didn't even realize it until he pointed it out. And then now I'm so much better at correcting myself. And now at times I'm actually quicker to be gentler than myself than the other way around. Wow. And it's a game changer. Beautiful. It's a game changer. Um, how was that for you? Well, how did you move from what exercises were? How did you move from being a critic to yourself to loving yourself more internally? Uh, you using know, those words. I, I think it started with God in the first place, which was like the, a lot of the stuff that was hitting me was religious was religious guilt um, besides for that. And um, and also just person. And I, I just started to, I just started to focus on what I love and not make it about me. It's, it's not about me. You see, what, what gets me looking that way at myself is that ego that needs me to be who I'm, think i should be 
versus to do what I love to do. It's not about, because I'm always going to find some problem with me if I go down a rabbit hole. But if I continue to look at myself and make it about myself, I then find that no matter what, I'm always going to find something. And sometimes sometimes I find wonderful things only, and sometimes I don't. And I'm just, oh God, right? Come on, Ellie. And I talk to myself the way. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't let that get you. Don't self-pity and yeah. whatever. Get out. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Focus on what you love. Focus on, on giving. Focus on doing that stuff. Because I don't think as much as I try, in the end, I always end up having a little bit of that thing there. Yes, I, it, wasn't a, it was a transition over many years of just continually allowing these thoughts to process. And you know, it's not over. It just takes time to undo all of that programming that's been so like deep. Just it's so deep. deep. It's so deep rooted. And, and you know what? And you, maybe, never you're gonna, maybe you're never going to get rid of it. Maybe, maybe. Mm. But maybe you will. And you seems like you have. Um, that's you're very lucky. It's a process. No, it's, it, it comes. It's gets sly and gets creative, and it finds right. its own ways. And right, right, right. It right. takes it's, it's maintenance. It takes right. maintenance. Right, but that's great. It's like you got a punk. You know what it's like? You know that game we go bing, like the the hedgehogs. Yeah, yeah. Bing, and you whack them all. Big whack. Whatever. No, those things keep popping up. Yeah, yeah. You're like oh, bop. and it always comes back. It always yeah. comes back up. Yeah, bop, bop, yeah, bop. yeah. So I I realize I'm I'm playing this game anyway. I might as well only play when I want to play. I'm not going to play on his demand. Yeah. You know what? I'll play the game. You know what? I'm going to take a look at me right now. I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a look at me. I'm allow the hedgehogs to pop up. And then we're not playing now. Nope. I I have to go to play. I'm going to play the piano. We're not playing this game. We're going to play that game. Yeah. So we play the hedgehog game. So you, what you've become is you've separated yourself from that. You know, you've become like the seer, so to speak. You yes. Know? You've become like the over, like... I'm watching. I'm you. not. Yeah, I see you now. You're not. You haven't stepped on the the train. You see yourself before you jump on the train. You go on this ride. You're like, wait, 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 wait. I see what's going on over here. No, no. Not today. Not today. Not, not no. right now. We'll come up with a time to talk about this because yeah. I'm talking to myself. And I find that meditation helps a lot with that. When we, when we practice that that whole like think, seeing our thoughts and uh, and and seeing oh we went down that rabbit hole thought okay I go back to my breath or go back to that mantra go back to that pasuk whatever you want to do because meditation is a big part of Judaism. Um, it's kosher if done in the right way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, 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 that's like a mental exercise. That's a self awareness exercise that helps, like, oh, catches, catches, helps me catch myself before going down that destructive thought processes. And you're feeling. able to get, you're able to, that really does help you. It to does get, help. Interesting. Yeah. I, I find, personally, for me, it's, 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 it's like, um, it's so easy for me to get caught in that game. Like, and yeah, maybe I maybe I should. I, I would like to try. You get Every to. Time I've you tried get to. It, Talking about words, no should. You get to. Yeah. Wow, I got to. I'm catching myself on that now. Got to catch myself. I'm catching myself. <laughs> you see, I almost just did it again. Yeah. Um. That's that's great. That's great. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I would. No. I am. Bleh, <laughs> I'm going to try this because I have done this in the past. But what happens in the past is. I get on that crazy train yeah. 
of going with sugar and, and, and getting down. And I think I have much, I have more tools now, so maybe I can. But back in the day, I just, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I just go down. And, and we need to, and we need to like go on the train multiple times and then we slowly ride it for a little less and a little less until we catch and like we go back. And like, it's all part of it. It's a spiral. We keep going higher and higher and we sometimes sort of align ourselves back towards some old behaviors. And that's where we get, it's very weak. The Itzahara, the evil inclination, our lower self, whatever language you want to use. Is like, ah, you see, you're bad. Oh, you did it wrong again. Oh, you, you can't change. And so it's really just BS. It's really just, that's a lie. It's telling ourselves that we have to be perfect, or that we we're born to be a tzaddik. I'm just learning Tanya recently now. And it's such a, it's so beautiful to read it now as an adult on my own. Taught by, I mean, it's Rabbi Chaim Miller's rendition of it. Or, and, um, and I just read, read the other day how it's like, when you're more prayer or you're more of trying to connect to your higher self, to God, and you get a, th- and you get these, you know, maybe unclean thoughts. You get a distraction. In that moment, you can think to yourself, "Oh my God, I'm such a terrible person. Here I am trying to connect, be a holier spiritual person, and I'm thinking these thoughts. I'm fat, and these the thoughts could drag you down." And the altar is like, "Yo, slow down." That is actually, you may think, "Oh, it's your higher self telling you to try to be better," but really, it's only going to lead you to a depressed state. It's really the, the your lower self, your Yitzhar saying trying to disguise itself as a holier-than-thou type of voice by saying, how dare you to make you sad, but rather it's like, wait, you're lying to me. I was never signed up to be a tzaddik. I'm a vanity. Yeah, I'm just a guy. I'm just, I'm, 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 my, my, ooh. I am on the journey of a seeker of truth and light and this will happen. So rather of being sad about the thought coming in, rather be joyous and say, aha, I see you. And let me go ahead now and continue doing what I was doing. And I won't be perfect. And that's okay. But it's actually an indicator of saying, hey, you're doing so well that your lower self is trying to distract you. Right, right. Yeah. It's an indicator. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's a great barometer. It's great like, barometer. How yeah. am I doing? I'm not, he's not allowing me to do this. Why not allowing me to do this? Because you're doing so, you're doing something amazing. You're doing a great yeah, job. Exactly. Yeah. Trying, trying Don't to- get on that train of now that thought of, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sad or thinking about that thing. No, change your thought back to what you were doing. That's great. Ah, huh? I see you. I'm not going to play this game right now. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. I'm doing a great job here. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And that's a great idea of the indicator um, because that really turns, you told me a couple of things today that really, really, uh, really helped me. Um, I'm, when it happens, when it comes up for me, I'm going to know. But right now, there was one thing you said before that I was very, very moved by. I, I told it to you. I just have to remember it. But this right here, this indicator idea, the idea of the indicator, um, it, it takes this it takes this negative thought and not just, it turns it around into, not just a learning process. You know, it's very easy to say these things. But when you use the, the word you chose was indicator, like, oh, that's, I don't know if that You can deal. point to it, you I'm know? like, yeah, oh, you're trying because I'm doing something great. Oh, what am I doing great? What am I doing? And you flip the switch. It's a, and yeah. I'm like, like, it's not, I'm not no longer, like, it's an indicator. Oh, bing. Not like, uh Yeah. Bing. Yeah. Like, oh wow, what's going on? Yeah. Boom. Let's yeah. continue that. Great idea. Beautiful idea. Beautiful idea. Yeah, and so it's not mine. It's 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 from Natanya. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Lovely. Lovely. Ellie. <laughs> life. <laughs> life. The it largeness of life, life man. Life, life. My favorite four-letter word. Life. Um, <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Grateful today to be loving it. Um, Ellie, where could people learn more about you? What are you excited about in your life? Any last thoughts you want to share? Oh, yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you, Mayor, for having me. 
on your show and um thank you for it's our show it's their show that's that's right out there. right <laughs> uh, for us you're like okay. that's great conversation now let's talk business <laughs> you know we talk business like yeah. it's like yeah 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 it's like it's whatever. now sign over here <laughs> yeah exactly exactly right 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 um no first of all thank you um i i really appreciate you as a friend and it's always like enlightening and real and beautiful to talk to you about the stuff that means so much to me and so much to you and to see how we engage with our ideas and and to uh, bounce it off each other it's it's the, the, the joy that's the way so first of all thank you as far as what i'm doing um i'm doing i'm doing a lot of film work you know we've worked together on this yeah. film and music and i'm excited about journey at sea um <sighs> Journey at Sea is uh, Love it. like after the three weeks, we're going to be doing a uh, showing a lot of behind the scenes stuff and and talking about our process. And, and I have a trailer coming out that's going to be crazy. Love it. And we're going to it's just all the shots. Mm, the, yeah, what, there was literally was a journey at sea. That production was a journey at our it's physically at sea we went to sea and also our ter- internally. Oh, my God. The at sea, of, the, the storms, work, the, the amount of work we had to do with each other to. Yeah. To to get to where we needed to get to with different ideas, the two of us, yeah, me, you know, you and storytelling, and me and the music, and trying yeah. to combine our our two things, and it was and, and it was rough, and and it strained our the our relationship. It really did. It did. It tested it. It tested it. It, it very tested much it. did. And, only, and much like did. any good relationship, and it has to go through that washing machine, and I believe it made yes, it only stronger. God. It really thank did. God. Yes. Yeah. 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 It really did. And it was a very tough on our relationship. Yeah. Like, don't work with the people you love. Like, don't work with your friends. No. Yeah, but you know, these are the joys. It's like, right. And, and maybe those are people who, who, who got stuck in the storm and they left it there. Right, right. And right. I don't get it. I'm not saying generalized, but they didn't keep pushing through it. Right. But if you're able to push through it and you come yeah. to the other side, oh, uh, man. Yeah, I'll do it. do it again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I will. I'm for sure. I will. In a second. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, as, as a, as a, as a, um, as a as a tandem and to work through the differences with us that was very very rough i have to tell you it was very hard yeah and i'm so grateful that we got to the other side um and we can i can just yeah i'd love to do something and we'll figure out what to do in the future but i i definitely have a lot of uh i have a lot of things in the pipeline i'm putting out an album uh you know i'm i'm i've been writing I've, how do people find you I go to elishwebel.com. You go to awesome. Instagram, elishwebel, E-L-I-S-C-H-W-E-B-E-L. But it's... We'll have, it in the, we'll have it in the show notes. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, my last thoughts are, Mayor, I love you. Um, love you too. I'm happy to, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be your friend. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be your friend. That's the truth. Uh, you have, as far as the honor is concerned, I really am because I believe that you're a really, really special person. Thank you. And and you enrich my life. So thank you. And I love you. Love you too, Ellie. Thank you so much. To you as well. Special soul. Special person. <laughs> Mayor K, have, have a, a great, great day. day. <laughs> Mayor K, have a great day. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into this podcast episode. And thank you, Ellie. What a joy, man. What a joy to hang out with you and record this one with you. Be sure to check out Ellie and all his work. His amazing music online and of course like i always say stay positive be happy i'm mayor k and have a great day